We'll do a quick recap of what we did last week. First of all, we are um, going to be contrasting uh, to the previous sukkah that we had, where we had two that were four. Again, uh, as far as uh, the Yetzirah, um we had two types of Yetzirah. One was the Tavani, one was the Kaasi. Right, the Tavani it was the one that wants the money. The Kaasi is the one that is angry. That's the one that causes a person to kill people. And then we said that uh, you know each one of them had two um, uh, types. One that was in the city and one that was out on the street, uh, in in the in the on the highway, right? Um, so now we're going to be contrasting the other way. That again, we're going to have, or maybe I should have said it the other way. Right? We had one on the uh, back then, one on the highway, one on the street, one on the one in the city, and then each one subdividing into Taiwanese and the Kaasi. Um, so over here, we're going to have a similar layout on the Tzad Hatov. Um, so let's read the Tupsukim. So again, Chochmas Bechus Tarona. Wisdom sings b'chutz outside. Beruchovos titan kola in the rechovos in the wide places. Uh, she gives her voice. Berosh homios tikra bepischei sharem at the head of the um, masses of people. She calls out at the gates openings. Ba'ir Amareha Toimer. And inside the city she says her, her utterances. Okay, so first of all, just to help us orient ourselves again, like, like we were operating with before, we're going to have two that are four, um, two that are outside the city, and two that are with the city or in the city. So... Uh, chutz is um, what the, the Gon describes as being the Sratya, uh, is like the highway, the, the countryside, the open land. That's Chutz, outside, outside the city, over there. Um, and then uh, something that's already closer to the city is the Rukhov, the Rukhov Ha'ir is basically the marketplace, the large open area that was right immediately outside the city where everyone would come to do their, their um, <coughs> um, mercantile business. Um, and then we have two places on the inside, the city gates uh, and the inside of the city itself. Okay, now... We'll see why these are going to be significant. Uh, then we have also four different descriptions of how Chochma interacts with people. So one is she's singing, Tarona. Next is she's giving her voice. Then she's calling out. And finally she's speaking. Okay, so the goal explains that these four are a progression. <laughs> starting from very, very far away, where all one can hear is a voice, 
you know, some sort of, I guess, a, uh, um, a shout, which would be like a, you know, the fact that you can tell that it's, it has maybe a rhythm to it, you know, hey, right, so that, that, that just, the, the only, the, the, that's why it's compared to a song, it's, uh, you can't even identify the voice, you can't figure out who it is, you just hear a, uh, Sound is a uh, not a random noise, not not a tree falling or something like this, right? That's the farthest away. Then you have the actual where close enough where you can recognize the voice. Oh, that's my friend, you know, uh, Ruvain. But you know, it's too far away to actually communicate any information. You can just tell who it is. Then calling out when you call out to someone. You know, imagine that would be let's say, 15, 20 feet away where you can call out a brief message. Hey, I've been trying to get a hold of you or, or whatever that may be. Hey, come talk. Or, you know, come, you know, you, you want to lift or you know, whatever would be the brief statement that one could make. But it's certainly nothing where you can have a conversation. And then uh, finally, Amareha Toymer is she says her order and says that that's the actual conversation. Okay? And we explained with a little bit of help from the morale in the beginning of the Siva Chuva that uh, just like we have uh, on the side of negative where the seduction, where the Yitzhahara is whispering to a person and the whispering it appears to be something that's close, so Chochma is the other way around. Somebody is calling you initially from far away. And when the person is initially not connected to Chochma, it's something very distant. But on the other hand, it is something that is everywhere. Even Bechutz, no matter where a person is, anywhere you look, uh, there's wisdom of the world, that Hashem built the world. That you can see the fingerprint of the world. You can see of the creator of the world, I mean. Um, that is something that's calling a person you know, this feeling of realizing like there has to be a certain purpose to life there has to be uh, morality right Th- that uh, even though it's unidentifiable you know, a person might not know exactly uh, any any information at all about it I mean is it is it Hasa Shalom is it one of the you know Buddhism or, or you know Islam or who, you know who knows whatever else right but there's got to be something out there. That's all. Like very, very vague. You can't identify the the voice yet. Then when the person says, "Okay, let me go investigate," and a person approaches closer, leaving the you know the the countryside, leaving the faraway place, and coming already into into the Rehov, Rehova ear, the the place that's outside the city. Then already you can make out the call. You can make out the quality of the voice. You understand? Okay, this is. This is the Torah, this is the Jewish people, this is the heritage, this is, this is Hashem is, is, is calling out to him. But that's about it. A person can't really relate yet to much that's, uh, of, of what's going on. And then <clears throat> um, there's not, not actually information being conveyed over there. Then at the city gates, uh, she's calling out. So actual information being conveyed, but nothing very deep, nothing intimate, nothing... Um, 
that could be a, a big takeaway. And then finally, when he comes into the city, then Amora timer. Okay, so that's, that's the morale over there. I think it's useful. I think it works well with the, with the golden over here. Um, okay, so let's so let's uh, let's start working with the with the golden. So these four correspond to par days. Um, so initially, so what's Pshat? Pshat is a person doesn't really have a relationship with the Torah. You can't really understand what's going on. But there's a... But you do get something. You get, you get some sort of a... Connection. Everyone can. Everyone can have something, uh, and the goan makes an awesome connection. Those those that have seen it before, um, the Gemara. Brachas Davav says, "B'mokum rina shantiet fila." Now, uh, in in the place where there is rina, which um, literally means song but the Gemara understands it means the learning of Torah, there there should be tefillah. There there should be davening. And the learning of Torah is being, is being called a uh, arena, a song. Meaning like you sing it like the way like the Shagatari is a song? Maybe, maybe. That, that, that's, uh, that's certainly how some, some might understand it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, maybe uh, in the Gemara learning uh, mini-series that's coming up. Um, but the Gon opens up an unbelievable thing. We know in a number of places that, <coughs> that the Bati Knesset, the places where people who daven, were used uh, for the Malamdi Tinokos during the day. It means during the day when there's no Minyanum happening. That was the, that was the base of Sefer. That was, that was the place where children were taught to read Chumash. Right? So the Gon says that's why it's called Mokum Rina, because when, they, when, when children are reading Chumash, they're not introspecting very much. A song, right? Oh man, I don't know, we have a musician here. You have to watch what I say, right? Um, but in a song, let's see, um, sometimes you say, well, it's interesting. Why did you use this word and not that word? And the answer is, well, because it rhymes, right? Because it sounds nice, because it flows, yeah? Um, so this, uh, this is the Gon doesn't say, but I think it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a really good uh, connection. The Gemara and Beitza, the Chav Dalad, the Gemara makes a duke from, from, a, from a statement. And... Uh, Oh, I think it's a bay over there that makes a duke from, from, from a statement. Uh, Gimor says, the halacha is like this, is like this uh, tana. And Abayah says, oh, so you see that, that it means that they were arguing. The two tanoim were actually arguing because the halacha is like him. And Rav Yosef says, 
what's the difference to you? You know the halach is like him, so what are they arguing? They weren't arguing, but just you know now you know who the paskin like. So Bias says says back to him. Gemora Gomor the learning of Gemora, it'll be a song. Meaning what? what? What are you saying? That that it does it's not so important to be exacting on the language of the of the teaching. Right? So it means so it means Abaye is directly saying that in uh, in, in a song, in a, uh, it's not so important. Uh, use this word, use that word, whatever. Just uh, you get the, ge- the, the the basic gist of it, yeah. And he's saying that that's not what Talmud is supposed to be. Could it be then a song? You just memorize the words as opposed to. Like, I just memorized the halacha. I don't need to know what the... These are not memorizing halacha. This is children. So the goal is saying that this is, this is uh, children reading Chumash. There's no thinking deeply into the words. You just... It says what it says. This, this is what it reads. You know, pick up a... Uh, pick up a Chumash. Give it a quick read. That, that, that's what it says. That, that <coughs> is the concept of Rina. Yeah? Uh, and that, of course, corresponds to Pshat. Then, um, then when you come closer, all of a sudden you can pick up on the nuances. You can pick up on the on the on the on the details of what's going on over. You can you can discern the call, the vo- the the sound of the voice. You can the quality of the voice. You're paying attention. It's not just a song. You're actually you're actually um, uh, getting a deeper understanding. That's drush. So drush, and that's, that's what I'm saying, is where you're going to be medactic on the the actual nuances of the language, etc. And then that's all. However, that's all in outside the city. Inside the city is going to be a bechina of from the uh, remez and sod. Okay, so that's what we said. That there's going to be two that are four. Two that are four is pshat and sod. And each one of those two breaks up into two more. Meaning pshat really subdivides into pshat and drush. And sod subdivides into remez and sod. And... The reason is because the one is the, is the natural extension of the other. It means drush is the extension of pshat. Um, super pshat. What? In a way, it's super pshat. Right, because it's it's uh, picking up on nuances that were missed on the pshat level. Whereas uh, remez is the ex- external facade of sod. I'm saying it on purpose this way as opposed to saying that Sod is the deeper appreciation of Remez, even though it's kind of true, but we said last time that we'll notice back by, uh, we discussed this by Lahavan Moshalu Melitza, Jivre Chachamen Vechidosam, that the order switches. 
Yeah, that we go from Moshal to Melitza, that's a progression from outside to in. Moshal is the Pshat, Melitza is the Drush. But then instead of going, um, speaking of the Remes and the Sod, we actually go, the words of the Chacham, that's the Pneumius of what's being said, that's the Sod. The Chidosom and the Riddles, that's the Remes. That's the hint that's being given. Remes is, if you, if you don't know what I'm alluding to, you won't get the Remes. Right? So that's um, what we spoke about last time. So, so layer then next level like what is remez <coughs> remez is the outside remez is the outside of sod right sod literal translation is secret but um maybe but maybe uh better easier for us to relate to if we, if we say is the is the innermost kernel of what the Pasuk has come to say. Yeah? So, so is that beyond the riddle? That's the, that's the meaning of, of the riddle. Right? That's the Divri Chachamim. That's the words of the Chachamim that have to be told. To to the Sod. Yep. But you can't understand the Remez without knowing the Sod because it's just a hint. Right. So it's the next level to a deeper understanding of who is Remez? Remez, yeah. It's not really the, the next level. It's not that there's a progression from Drush to Remez. That's what I'm trying to point out. Uh-huh. It's not that you go from Pshat to Drush, and then from Drush you go to Remez. No. Drush is the end of that, of that progression. You go from Pshat to Drush, and you're done. Okay. Then there's a separate system of... I'll say it right now this way, but afterwards correct myself. Remez to Sod. Right, but the reason why it's not exactly correct to say Remez to Sod is because only in Pshat, where you could go from Pshat to Drush, you can't go from Remez to Sod. It's the other way around. It's from Sod, you then identify the Remez. Is that because we're outside the city? Anything where? On the outside? No, no. So the outside of the city is the Pshat and Drush part. <coughs> and that's one is far away, where all you hear is just some very vague ideas. And the one is... Right there, where all the commerce happening, whatever, that's the, that's the Jush. The, the other two, uh, the, the inside the city, where she says her utterings, right? Um, uh, this is what she's been trying to tell you the entire time. Inside the city, she says to you her thing. This is where you sit down one-on-one in a quiet room, finally, and you actually get the the full message, right? That's, that's the soul. A different level of understanding. Totally different level of understanding, right. A deeper, yeah. The, the, this is the premius. This is the inner kernel of what the Torah has been trying to tell you. And you can't derive it because each kernel is different. It's not like with, with corn that like you know what a kernel is. You, you don't have like the abstract soul because each is so nuanced and it needs its own premise is what I'm hearing. <clears throat> the reason why you can't derive it is you have nowhere to start from. In the reason why we can arrive at Drush is because we have a starting place called Pshat. Pshat, is, like we said, is a mushal, right? Back going back to the 
was a pasuk involved back there, right? So, lahavin marshal umelitsa. So first you understand the marshal. I give you a marshal. Listen, it, think about it like this: like a, it's like a son who, you know, did something bad. His father had to exile him. Whatever you know, this is the standard marshalim that we, Chazal use all the time, right? So once I give you a marshal, then it is a simplistic way of understanding something. Then you realize, okay, obviously it doesn't mean that, right? That's simplistic. But I can think a little bit deeper and I can get beyond the marshal and get to the nimshal. Get the thing behind it. Whereas uh, remez, you can't do that because remez is similar to a to a chidah, a riddle. Riddles cannot be deciphered by people who don't know the answer. A good riddle you can't figure out. The point of a riddle is that it's really funny for the people that know the answer to see the other guy is totally not having any idea what's going on, right? So riddle it works from the other way. It works from the inside out. Once you know what I'm trying to say, riddle is a very good representation of it. So to over here, once you know the sod, then the remez helps you, helps trigger you, right? So let's say a person who knows the, the, the solos of the Torah, the, uh, the secrets of the Torah. So as he's reading the Chumash, he's like, oh, wow, like that's, Hashem just showed me right there. You see that? That's, that's really cool. That's awesome, right? Uh, I'm seeing all these Ramazim, you know, but, yeah. What? <laughs> Nobody has any idea what Josh and I are talking about right now, right? We're winking to each other, right? Yeah. So it, the wink only makes sense if you know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm talking about. But but if you don't know what I'm talking about, the wink is just really awkward, right? More likely, you just miss it. You think I'm just, my, you're just having a little bit of a eye twitch, right? So that's so that's the thing. So so the so the Ramazim are throughout the Chumash. They're all they're everywhere, right? But whoever is not privy to the soul is missing all the Ramazim. And it's not like something you can get out of a, out of a Gemara. Gemara doesn't do Gemara. Gemara primarily. I mean, the the, the actually the Shmaisa of the Gemara is Drush, right? Even the even a lot of the other parts of the Gemara are Drush. There's maybe a little bit of soul. But mo- it's mostly Jewish. Some of the cryptic agaditas, you know, like the cryptic things, where there's two different things. Gemara sometimes will darshan a posuk, right? Like the types of things that that Rashi will bring, right? That the posuk. Wait, something's not working in the posuk. Oh, it's actually speaking to something else. If you, those who learn the Guraye say they're in the late morning, very well familiar with it, right? That's Jewish, yeah. Sold is something else. Sold is uh, there's no problem with the pasuk, right? But but it's there. But it's, it's hidden. There's a treasure over there. It's called you get it from your rebbe. You get you, you get you get it from your rebbe. You get it from your rebbe. Um, but uh, you know, your rebbe could be alive. He could have passed away, and he left writings, etc. But it has to be given over to you. Um, going to have, the, the Rebbe is going to have it have gotten it from another source it's not going to be his own Rebbe right okay. transmission 
Yeah. Sod has to be get what? Ruch Hakodesh or Nevoa is is a form of receiving something from Hashem. Sure. Okay. Um, so that so so that is now going to be so these two main categories, the Pshat and the Sod, are going to be the Torah's remedies, so to speak, to the two Yetzaharas, the Kaasi and the Taivani. Now the Gon doesn't say it here, but the Gon does say that the solution for arrogance and anger, if a person has uh, anger issues or arrogance issues, the solution is to work in Drush, which is called Shmaisa, meaning learn Gemara. By learning Gemara, it it breaks a person's Arrogance is it, very tough, very hard, and it's like the antidote to anger and arrogance. Jewish, uh, like we said, is the <coughs> deeper aspect of pshat. Whereas, if a person has a problem with taiva, then a person should learn uh, the aspect of sod. Sod will replace the taiva, I meaning if a person you know, has a desire for um, a very strong pull towards, uh, you know, the pleasure or whatever it is. So by um, by connecting to something so much greater, so much more meaningful, it'll just completely make those things um, irrelevant or just uh, kind of a waste. Um, uh, they lose the, their sparkle, etc., compared to the beauty of the Torah. I would say, I would say, you know, like, the, like, like, let's say you, you go to an incredible, you know, hashkafa shir, and you, like, wow, this is how life works, and like, this is incredible, right? That type of a thing uh, will help a person um, overcome the Yitzhar of Taiva. Whereas, uh, you know, a really tough-nosed 6 a.m. pounding at the Gemora, breaking your head on it for an hour, helps with, uh, helps with anger and arrogance. So why? Just because people like, humble you because you're trying to break your head over something? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the point is that, so again, so, but here we are seeing in Mishlei that there are two types of Yetzirah that go into us back there, right? And... Uh, and, and now we're seeing two types of Torah, which are a remedy for it. Not to get too meta, but the conversation we're having right now. This is Sod or this is Drush? We're making explanation of something that's very cryptic. Yeah, there's no way that you would have figured this out on your own from Mishle, right? Yeah, so this is the Vilna Gon is sharing some Sod with you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> good point. Okay, so um, so now uh, an interesting point comes out that the way the Shlomo Melch is presenting to us these the, in these psukim over here, we have pshat drush remesod, and that's in fact how we say it, pshat drush remesod. And yet, I just said part this. And yet, if you listen to yourself talk, you'll realize that. Uh, somebody here has got to be dyslexic, <laughs> right? Because I just said pshat, drush, rema, sod, and Jeff nodded and said pardes. Pardes is pa-re. Pshat, remes, 
Jewish soul. So, which one is it? Yeah. Very confusing. Which one is it? What? I don't know. It's the latter. The latter means pardes. Yes, the but, but, but we see all the time we have Pshat, Drush, Ramasot. In fact, that's how we see here in these Psukim. The Remes is worked in between the Pshat and the, Pshat and the Drush. It, Why? You wouldn't be able to access it. No, no, no. You may, you're making a mistake. Remember, I said these are two parallel systems. You don't need the Remes at all for Drush. But it's hiding in the Pshat. When you look at the words of a Chumash, okay, that's where the Remes will be found. If you well, what does that do with Pshat? It's in the words, but it's not, it's not in the Pshat of the words. It's not in the Pshat of the words, but that is its location. Location is in the is in the words themselves. The words are all are, are Pshat, Jewish Remes, sold everything is in the words. Pshat is like a simple meaning of what the thing is saying. You're not going to find the Remes over there. So again, the progression is Pshad goes to Drush, Remes goes to Sod. Okay? So there's two ways you can view it. You can view it as which one goes to where. So Pshad goes Pshad Drush, Remes Sod. Or you can first say the two external ones and then say the two internal ones. So that would be Pardes. Pardes. Okay? But, but, uh, but, it's, but Pardes is not. A progression does not go pay Reish Dalad Samach. It does not go like that. Pshad does not help you get to Remez, and Druj does not help you get to Sod. <laughs> or some sort of a um, Mexican uh, pa- Padro, isn't it? Some sort of a priest. Oh, there you go. So, that, so we want to stay away from that. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so... What was, what was Rina? That was simple too, right? That's Pshat. Rina that's is a Pshat. Pshat. Yeah, that's Pshat. <clears throat> so again, so let's read the Psukim again. We'll see it, right? So again, far away, out there, far away, all you get is the smallest little thing you can. Just, you have to someone saying something, that's Pshat. Then, when you can pick up on more of, of what's going on, you actually figure out that's, that's the call, that's the Jewish. That's all outside. You're still not privy to the secrets of the Torah. The secrets of the Torah are inside the city. Now, inside the city, inside, inside, is where she reveals to you by whispering, by talking to you quietly inside. That's where she reveals to you her secrets. But at the gates, there's calling out. They're saying, you know, hey, whoever's interested, come over there. Right? So that's the remez. It's like kind of... Telling you, you know, come in the city. Okay, though that's the um, that is pasuk chaf and chaf alf. Okay, chaf base. Sorry, what was the intro for anger, arrogance and anger? Say again. It was arrogance and anger. Uh, the for arrogance and anger is is working on drush. Work in Schmeisser. Right, breaking your head. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Gon compares it to meat and wine, right? Chewing the meat, yeah. It's, 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 tough, it's tough work, chewing a piece of steak. Right? Some people don't like to work that hard, they, they prefer to have cheesecake. Yeah, but but it's, it's tough work, but, but it also has a certain geschmack to it. 
right? So especially like an aggressive type of a guy, maybe you know, with like some anger issues and etc. Like he wants to like chew chew a steak and you know, like he'll sit there and you know devour it, right? That's that, right, exactly. So that the equivalent of that is is, is working in Schmeisse, right? Whereas if uh, if a guy is looking for more of a delight, then that can be. I mean, the Torah has everything. It has those things the 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 you know the inclinations that we have. It can direct them in the proper channel. So if a person, you know, instead of going uh, to a uh, kickboxing class, right? So you go you go and you learn some Schmeisse. Instead of uh, going to the jacuzzi, so you come you come and learn some morale. It seems like with Taiva, though, you, you, you have to replace it with something better, right? Is that what, is that what he's saying? That you can't just, like, conceptually know... Right, like, right. Yeah. You, whenever, yeah. there, whenever you... It's, all about, it's always about replacing, never about just cutting out. Yeah. Yeah, if you... That's, uh... When you come back to, so the, to the Masul Sisharim, right? You'll, you'll, uh, we'll talk about that, right? We don't just cut away, we replace, right? But, but in the keys, right? He's going to talk about how really the replacement for Taivas and all those things really is the excitement for Avodos Hashem and the reasons of it. Yeah. Otherwise... The hard part's the commitment. Okay, that's true. There's lots of hard parts. There's, there's sticking in there, there's... there's, there's uh, there's working hard when you're there. There's lots of hard things. Uh, life is hard. It's good. It's supposed to be. Okay. Pause of base. Admosai pisoyim te havu pesi. How long will the gullible love gullibleness? Foolishness, but I'm on purpose translating as gullibleness because otherwise you just have a lot of words of foolishness and then it just all sounds the same. So we want to understand what kind of foolishness. So Pesi is someone, uh, like Hazal said, Pesi Yamin called Dover. A Pesi is a fool who will believe anything, which means it's, it's a foolishness of, of a gullible nature, right? Uh, believe, you know, kind of believing anything. So how long will, will these gullible fools love this deceptive foolishness? And the scoffers will find appealing, will find scoffing appealing to them, Lohem. Uksilim yisnu das, and fools hate knowledge. Okay, so the Golan says over here, there are three reasons why people do not respond to the call of Chachma. Again, it's everywhere. It's calling to a person from every direction of the world. Right, first from distance, and then once you hear it, it's a very beautiful song. You should. Probably approach a little bit closer, recognize the voice. Oh, this is my mother calling me. Come closer, and then she says to you, "Hey, I'm waiting for you. Come in." And then you get you get the secrets of the Torah taught to you. So why isn't everybody a chacham? Why isn't everybody a tzaddik? Difficult. Well, there's three types of difficulties over here. Okay, 
Three reasons why people don't do it. Reason number one. Well, let's just first break them down. Person is comprised of three parts. Body, um, emotions, and intellect. Okay? Um, each one of those has a um, challenge in leading to chokhmah. Some people might be challenged more in one area than the other. Probably most people are challenged more in one area than the other, but probably on a certain level, uh, most people have a challenge on all three levels. Um, but the, we're, we're calling them different names over here. It's similar to uh, the Shabbos afternoon per Kiyabushi, right, where we said the, the boar and Alma Aretz may be the same person. There's two different aspects of that. So over here, there's also maybe the same person, but we're identifying different issues over here. One is a pesi. So pesi is someone who is gullible. Now, why would a person um, love gullibleness? What's, uh, what? Hey, you, you love being scammed? Like, you, know, you want to buy an elevator pass for, for the colel? Gavin, the guy is offer you an elevator pass? You, you're new here, right? You don't use the elevator? Well, but why would... No, but nobody, seemingly, no one should love being bamboozled, right? So, rather, rather, so... Um, it's, it's exactly... It looking superficially, and looking superficially, this thing looks good. This thing looks delicious. This thing looks appealing. Now, what kind of things superficially look good and appealing? That's right, taiva. Right, taiva. Whoa, this is going to be so good. Oh, the kosher subway is incredible. You got to check it out. The BLT, right? What? That was Zacharias. I know, I know. Nobody in here. I hear, I know. But, but he'll listen to the recording, maybe. Okay. There was one in Miami. There was one. So that is... Uh, so externally, it looks really, it looks really uh, wonderful, right? So, and this person gladly gets talked in to it. I mean, he likes... <coughs> so to speak, falling for it. Yeah, I don't want to think too deeply into. Is this actually going to be good for me? Is this actually going to like, in the long run, am I going to be healthy from this? Is it going to be conducive? Uh, yeah, this is good. I, uh, I think, you know, l let's say yes before we think about it too long, right? Uh, so that is uh, that. That's that's going to be one. Okay, I see we're running out of time. We are out of time, actually. I should say. Um, but let, so so we'll see. We'll, so we'll work through these three levels over here. Um, why people don't listen to the calls of Chokhmah, Bez Hashem, next week. So that's related to the body. That was a, that's the body one. That's the body one. Listen, Josh, we got.